Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. And now, because of my husband and I grew up in the same town growing up, and um, same, you know, just same culture, same type of area. So, and now we're raising our kids a little differently. Yeah. And we've given our kids this voice. Oh man, do they call us out if we're not being selfish <laughs> or, you know, yeah. if we're, you know, y- you'll hear my daughter yell at my son or whatever. And, and I'm like, oh man, you know, we gave them that voice. And then it's hard because then we want to go, don't, don't talk like that. And don't, uh-huh. <laughs> but yet, yeah. what are we trying to do here? Well, that's what I feel like we're kind of in that struggle too, where from the beginning, I wanted to give our kids, you know, definitely ways to talk about feelings and this, but then it's almost like the pendulum has swung where like, <laughs> you know, they start fighting right away because you weren't being kind to me. Cause you know, like, yeah. be kind, but like, okay, but also just like give it a rest or something like well, you know it's so funny because i'll say the question that i use a lot which i learned from our experts is well what does that look like so uh, gianna will say mm-hmm. you know you know you're being mean to me i'm like well what is that we were going into school and she, today for example after chick-fil-a mm-hmm. and she was talking about her teacher and i said okay you need to talk to your teacher about the grades that they put in yes okay well what was the day well what happened she, well he was mad well what did that look like and then she starts to say stuff. And then I said, you know, well, it looks like that she was explaining. I said, well, what does that look like? And she goes, stop with the girling stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I said, that's fine. I will stop. I said, but I want you to start thinking that way. Like get specific on certain things. Yes, it, it's funny, so but they do throw that back in our face a lot now. They do. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. they do. But then it's. I feel like you celebrate the times where you see your hard work pay off. Like, yeah, when they like with the group yeah. text message, how it's like, okay, hey, a few days later, she might get listen, into something, but celebrate the. I celebrate when I verbalize to my kids or my husband my feelings because I've learned it mm-hmm. after forty three years, and I was yes. like, oh, wait a minute, Gianna needed it, but I, I needed yes. it more. Yes, yeah, I love that. I love that because that's something that I feel like you learn in therapy is that. You can relearn things. Yeah. If you have these, um, uh, what do you call them? Like f- you fall back on them, habits and things like yeah. that. You can relearn you. And actually we were just at the seminar and it's a pastor or maybe former pastor and now he's a therapist. And so he talked all about the way your brain works mm-hmm. and how it experienced trauma. And so it explains because there's things that you do. And this is what goes back to wanting to teach our kids how good people can do things that don't mm-hmm. make sense is that like, I know that in theory. I know mm-hmm. we live in well, my belief, you know, like I know we live in a broken world and that, you know, all this stuff, but 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 how though? Mm-hmm. But how, how how do you how does A plus B, you know, equal mm-hmm. D sometimes? Because that just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how when the brain experiences pain and trauma, the things it does and whatnot, and it just for me was so fascinating. But then he said, and this is the best part, is that you can rewire your brain. So yes. if you understand, okay, this is why it's screwed up. Yeah. Because, you know, you can kind of point to stuff and mm-hmm. say, okay, this is how it's screwed up. This is what you do now to change it. Yeah. And I'm like, so hallelujah. We did, at our conference, we did a thing. I, I, The analogy was a roller coaster. Your brain is a roller coaster. And there's little men in there and they're working on it. So then we did it with drugs and alcohol and mm-hmm. whatever. And then you want the men still, you know, still, or the women yeah. still working on your brain to build that roller coaster. And when you're at 13, you could be impulsive because 
it's not you're going to fall off the ledge at the top of the roller coaster if you don't yeah so you're impulsive so know that they're still working on your brain, so you don't want to mess it up with drugs and alcohol and all this kind so of stuff. So good. It's so good. I know. I came up with that myself. Wow, Wasn't that really good? Good job. Yeah. So, but you can rebuild that roller coaster. Yes. Yeah. And it could be broken and the tracks could be broken, but you can, you know, and it's okay. But the other thing that I wanted to say was, um, you know, with our kids learning all of this, mm-hmm. my daughter will yell out, use your statement. Use your... <laughs> Use your statement. Use your feelings statement. And she's being sarcastic. Of course. Of course. But I'm like, oh, she got it. She yes. got the strategy. So she she knows. Yes. Yeah. And what is the statement? Is that the I feel statement? Yeah. I yeah. feel when you, what I need is. Oh, I love that. Okay. Let's, that's my, that's your say that again. Okay. Yeah, okay. So say the statement because everyone needs that. I feel when you, what I need is. But it needs to be specific. Yes. So, for example, I feel anxious when you text me during the school day and ask me what we're having for dinner. What I need for you is to stop texting and I will speak to you at home. Very good. Very good. That's <laughs> slow clap. But that's that's something that is marriage, oh. children, friendships. Yeah. It's like if totally. you spell it out. What's that? Family. Family. Yeah, oh, everything. We, they were. It was 10 o'clock at night, and Gianna said, come lay with me in bed. And I was like, okay. So I'm laying with her in bed, and here comes my son. And he's like, roughhousing the dog or whatever. And she's like, stop, stop, stop. And I said, Gianna, use your statement. statement. She stood up, and she said, Anthony, you make me feel so angry when you come in my room at night because I want to lay here with mom. I need you to leave right now. See, boom. and he looked at me, and I'm trying not to laugh, right? Because there has to be humor. Oh, in this, of course, right? Yes. And once again, I this came from a therapist. This was, you know, this is one of our experts that came in and spoke and taught all of us this. And my son looked at me, and I said, um, "She told you how she felt and what she needs you to do, and you need to respect that." <laughs> and he walked out the door, and I said to John, "I was like." Diggity dog, it works. And the thing is with that, what I love, because you talked about healthy relationships, yeah, is that we can't expect people to read our minds. Right. And the more we can to say what we need, yeah. if someone doesn't respect that, then that's not someone you want in your life. Right. And I mean, sometimes well, it's my you son. can't get away so from sometimes I don't want my daughters in, or my daughter, my son in my life. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, that's why I was like, sometimes um, with, with family, it's different. But with our teaching our kids, not yeah. just daughters, but our, our sons too, that like when the more you can kind of identify oh. your feelings and communicate that, if they can't right. give you that back – you're not going to be a good right. match, whether it's a friendship yeah. or a relationship, you know, a, a romantic relationship. But it's kind of, I feel like it gives people the chance to say, hey, this is what I need. Yeah. Can we work that out? And if we can't, then why are we going to keep, you know, going I there? know. It's funny. I mean, it's it's really funny how it's come full circle. And always in creating this, mm-hmm. I, my thought was, I'm doing this for... Gianna and my family, but originally Gianna, um, I wanted a more open communication. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't help anybody, I guess I'm okay with it. I know it will. I don't want to sound selfish that this is, I'm doing this just for my daughter, but you know, my intention was never to build this whole brand and business, but it's, but then I found yes. that there was a need. 
Amen. Well, that's, I I don't know where I'm at on my journey, but I feel that way with the podcast that like I, if it's meant to grow and do more with people, I mean, my, my, I want people to feel more connected. But what I've said is that like, just the growth that we've had, like Jeremy and I have had through doing this. I mean, if that's all that were to come of it, then I know that God has definitely blessed it and used it for even if it's just us. And if it can help other people, great. Yeah. You know, only time will tell, but uh, I know I agree. Now, where do you think, where do you see Girl Link going? What's your vision? Oh, I have. So I was once at a mastermind in what was it last year in California? And the statement was if you are not thinking that your dream is going to take you or your goal is going to take you at least 10 years, mm. you're not dreaming big enough. Oof. So that's another say that again. Yeah. If you're not, yeah. If you are not thinking that your goal is going to take you at least 10 years, then you're not dreaming big enough. And because it takes time. Yeah. And that was, I was actually there for other reasons for, I thought new, new, maybe it was, maybe it was two years ago I was there and I was there for building an online fitness brand, which evolved into this. Um, But that stuck with me. So um, for, you know, my goal is, you know, in 10 years, you know, what's going to happen in 10 years is this is going to be a national brand where, you know, we have chapters and maybe other entrepreneurs and moms who can have chapters and build girl link communities in their area. We have large conferences. Yeah. I mean, that's my goal. We have getaways with your moms, with women and, and the daughter or their the female teens that they're raising yeah, and bringing in experts and workshops and creating plans and strategies and going home with this knowledge of being able to be confident and courageous, mm. mm-hmm. you know, and, and learning the tips and tools and strategies that we didn't have, but being able to arm these girls with it. Yes. Right. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think there's like a I, need. And yeah. It's- like I have this vision of like, People checking into like this hotel conference center. I see it with you. Yeah. Oh my God. I see it. I know. Who knows? We could have the podcast there live while oh, it's going I on. I love it. Right? Love it. What do you think? Yeah. What about Boy Link? Well, it's not Boy Link. It's I going know. to be called the Guy Link. <laughs> the Guy Link. Okay. Is there a Guy yeah. Link coming? There might be. Yeah. Okay. Um, that would be amazing. Yeah. That's that's a goal of mine as well. I, yeah. you know, is that why not? Right. Why why couldn't you do guys need it too? They do. One hundred percent. So I'm just trying to Mm -hmm. build the framework and then just I think there's kind of a stigma around men at least. With their sons? Well, with therapy. Feelings. Feelings. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking about stuff with other guys. It's very Mm -hmm. difficult. Yeah, totally. And I still think that we're in that old generation thinking as well. So Shannon McGurk, he's a past guest. He would actually be a really good person to talk to. Yeah. He has his company is Authentic Masculinity mm-hmm. and it's all about building the vulnerability between oh men. And he started these we bonfires would. where they oh. get together because he said it's fire, food, slight alcohol assist, uh-huh. cigars, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cigars. And then you sit around the fire. And it's, there's no agenda. Add the Sopranos and my husband's there. Yeah. <laughs> like, but that's the thing. And it's like, it's not, it's not warm, fuzzy. It's, it's kind of, but it's a place though where that, cause that's the thing. If one starts sharing something, then they then all someone do. else starts yeah. sharing. And you're, it's kind of like the car with our yeah. kids. You're not face to face. Well, you know? what's interesting is in the beginning when I started doing this, my husband was not thrilled with some of the blogs and not thrilled. And I'm like, and then I was kind of holding back. Yeah. And then I just had a conversation with my family. I'm like, if 
I'm going to do this. I got to be transparent. Yeah. And I and and a couple of weeks ago, I said to them, I go, I'm sorry, people, but if you're around me, you're content. So you you are my That's content. Good. I yeah. should use that. I'm like, <laughs> then I'm people sorry. will weed themselves this out if they don't I, want to be around. Well, it was me. it was the three of us in the plus the dog, so the four, five of us in the house. And I said, I'm sorry, but you're my content. And they just started laughing because they are starting to see, yeah. you know. That there is something there. Something's brewing. We don't know what it is, but it's yeah. brewing. But I'm like, sorry, you're my content. I will be very careful. Yeah. But your content. So there's a lady I follow on Facebook. <laughs> Fair enough. And um, and this is a good thing. So she she it's Diary of a Mom. And she started it's she has a blog and I just I follow her on Facebook, read her posts, and so they're very in, insightful and whatnot. And she talks a lot though with her about her daughters. And but as they've gotten older, it's changed, and mm-hmm. she's very transparent. She's just so good, and it's about like asking them permission mm-hmm. before they she posts certain things yeah. and kind of respecting them. Right. Um, and so sometimes she'll so it's a lot more about her now because her daughters are older, and she says she'll periodically you know people ask why aren't you talking more about your daughters, and she says you know because we communicate kind of what they want out there and things right. like that. So I think that the thing is though that what you're doing is you know. The more you're putting out, I think mm-hmm. they feel more comfortable with that. So, yeah, and, and they are. Find, and you find your balance. Um, you Gianna know? has gotten noticed at Wegmans a few times. That's so funny. It's hysterical. But you know what's funny about your husband, though? What's that? Because um, I can only say this from, like, us. He's very quiet. So yeah. are you – so I would say to him, because mm-hmm. I could say this to my husband, it's like – are you not wanting to talk about, like, what is not wanting to share this doing? Like, what is that hitting a nerve with you with, you know? What do you mean? Um, like, not wanting to talk about certain things. Like, why is that striking a nerve with him? But then it forces him to work out his own stuff, yeah. like, to be okay with talking well, I about think, it. Yeah, I think um, it's just that old generation. I mean, yeah. I love him dearly. He's still old school. Yeah. You know, we come from that small town where but you don't talk about it. But it's it's that slow. What and I think is really neat is, you, is showing that you can move the needle slowly. You can because we had a conversation just yesterday and it was something that was, you know, we were discussing in the family. And and I said, we have to have this conversation because this is totally everything against what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I know. I agree. So, you know, it, that is changing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it was a blog like – um <laughs> was a blog and it was called it was called mom and dad are you getting a divorce Mm. and the title was like that but the whole blog was hysterical it was about kids listening at your conversation at the door at the bedroom door and it was funny the whole thing was funny and he he was really upset with me and I was like did you read it because (laughs) it was it was funny yeah and he's you know and then he started that was one that he was really upset with but he just read the title yeah. And I was like, no, you got to read it. I'm like, because we know in marketing and stuff, I'm trying different stuff all the time. Like, what's going to get you to read? Yeah. You know, what am I going to get these moms to open up and read? Mm-hmm. And that, I'm like, oh. So then when I walked away, I'm like, oh, that worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that title worked. Oh, yeah. It did. Yeah. But that's what's hard is like, what yeah. about really talking about that? Yeah. Or the issues you're having yeah. and things like that. Like, it's a hard. Yeah. You know, I feel like I remember, um, you know, growing up thinking my parent like hearing my parents fight oh. and they're still married now oh. but hearing yeah. them fight and being like well they're getting a divorce and yeah um you never saw conflict resolution did you uh we didn't i didn't i don't know. i didn't 
You didn't, right? They would go mm. to bed, you'd wake up, and they'd like give each other a kiss in the morning. And I was like, okay, well, well I never saw happen? my parents fight. I was so. gonna say, yeah. oh, well, I saw mine fight, and yeah. but we're like an Italian family. My dad, <laughs> well, my dad's Polish, and my mom's Italian, and she's a very loud, very cultural yes. area. And I never saw that. So that was one of the things yeah. I wanted to change. I'm like, I never saw conflict resolution. Yeah. And I wanted them to see conflict resolution. Yeah. So another thing that we talk about a lot is sometimes, you know, like we'll talk about um, my husband will say, oh, I spoke with that with Gianna. about. Uh, I spoke with Gianna about the way she talked to you or whatever. And I said, okay, next time, which I have to do, I have to do better with myself as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we do it in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, so that was the main thing for us is looking like a team. Yeah. Mm. But I think that evolved with therapy and Girlink as well. Yeah, for sure. But you can't even get to conflict res- resolution seeing that without seeing conflict. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to work on dealing with it so that you have the resolution and the resolution isn't just that you forgot about it or swept it under the rug and moved on. Because so much of what I hear and... um what I try to avoid is for us is that like, it's not just, Oh, I feel better. Cause I got over it. You know, like, mm-hmm. well, no, if I upset you in some way, we need to go through like what I did that upset you, right. why you felt the way you what felt. What do you expect of me? Yeah. And what do you want me to do in the future? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not just, Oh, it bothered me. And now two days later, it doesn't bother right. me. Well, yeah, we're just going to get, this is going to come back up again. Yeah. And so, yeah, um, we were on vacation a couple of years ago um, and we vacation with the uh, same families every year. And, um, I'll never forget because I wasn't at this place yet. And one of the, one of the wives was having a disagreement with the husband and he walked away and she goes, Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to have this discussion right now. And I was like, and she said, we're going to exact, I want to talk about everything that exactly happened or whatever. And I'm thinking, God, that's great. God, that was great. I was nowhere near that point in my life uh-huh. where I could. Talk to my husband and be like, let's sit down and talk and let's talk about exactly what upset us and how are we going to do move this needle forward so that we don't do it in the future? Or, you know, what are we going to do next time? And I remember, I still remember seeing that I can visualize it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I remember thinking, oh, I want to get there. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I didn't know if I was ever going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you can be there, but other people have to work out their own stuff too. Yeah. So it's why it's like a family effort. I think it's one of those you sit down and like, let's all work through this. Yeah. I mean, not the kids. You're teaching our kids that. Yeah. But yeah. I other. definitely share maybe too much with the kids. I don't know. We're all just learning as we go. I know. <laughs> I don't know. We're, I guarantee we're going to screw up our kids in some way. So, oh, my God. Like, because my totally. daughter, I was telling my friend who was visiting, you know, I said, Jeremy and I aren't big fighters. Um but we, of course, disagree and things like that. We're just, I should say shouters because, yeah. just our, you know, his personality probably more than mine. We, and yeah, it kind of, shouters. It, yeah. it toned me down. But it's funny, though, because I've heard my kids make comments about how we, we fight a lot. Like, the, the yes. parents fight a lot. And I'm kind of like, huh? Yeah. Or if we're, because ha- they, and I think because they're both pretty empathetic children, if we're driving, I mean, it always seems like the car, you know, you're running late. One of you's right. annoyed. You get in. And yeah. Da, da, da. Oh. And so, well, so they'll say, I've heard them, they'll say something like, are you guys fighting? And then I'd say, we're just having a discussion. So then yeah. <laughs> it became for a while, are you guys having a discussion? <laughs> you know, that was, but, the, and, but I thought, oh, we're not fighting, yeah. but they still pick up on the tension. Right. And so to them, their parents fight all the time where I get a little bitter because I'm like, I'm trying to, we're not loud fighting all the time yeah. but it's like oh it doesn't matter they still pick up on stuff 
And no matter, because we're far from perfect, that's the thing I keep having to work on is like, there is no such thing as perfection. No. And also we don't need to be, but so it's like, yeah, they're going to, they're going to have to deal with this stuff. Right. We're going to, we could try to break all the chains. We yeah. could try to rewrite the story yeah. for our families and stuff. But at the end of the day, they're still going to have their own stuff. And yeah. it's all, you know, we're still going to influence stuff. And so it goes back to just trying your best. And I think it was in a Brene Brown book. She talked about mm-hmm. people who are happier or happiest believe that everyone's trying their best. Yes. And that's something I feel like. I yeah, can, it was. Wait, you and I talked about that. Yeah. If you can, yeah. I, if you get to that place, no, it allows you to give grace. Remember we talking about people. that? If you can look at someone and be like, they're they're doing the best that they can mm-hmm. today. Yeah. But then that, <laughs> that backfired because then I was sharing that with Gianna. Yeah. And then we were at the Kitchen Island a couple of weeks ago. It was shortly after I saw you. Oh, no. And Anthony said something and she looked at him and she goes, you know what? I can't get mad at you because you're just doing the best you can. <laughs> oh, so, and you know what my friend would say? My therapist friend who works with children, she would say, some things need to stay in your thought bubble. I know. That does well, not Well, it's called intrapersonal. Up. Oh, there we go. And that's what um, Gianna's language arts teacher told her, that she needs to be a little bit more intrapersonal. Intrapersonal. So, yeah. So we've been working on that this year. Oh, that might be something to see. That's I feel like yeah. this is the pendulum. It's yeah. like with my kids. Oh, I need to use that because, like I said, we've done so much with yeah. feelings. Yeah. That now I'm like, okay, sometimes you do need to hold stuff right. in. <laughs> sometimes so she, you do need to well, lock she, it up. She got in the she got home from school and she's like, Mom, did you um did you get an email from my teacher? And I was like, No, why? And she said, Well, um, she was telling me that I was I need to be intra um I don't know. I talk too much. And I was like, Oh, Gianna. <laughs> So finally, we ended up having to have a discussion with all of their teachers, a discussion with all of their teachers. It was a very happy one for different reasons. And anyway, I asked her and she said, oh, yes, Gianna has sometimes outbursts. She feels that she just needs to raise her. She feels a little comfortable. But Gianna says Mm -hmm. that the teacher reminds her of me. Like, so she feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. So she said, yes, I told her she needs to be a little more intrapersonal. When I came home, I said, Gianna, Miss Burke said it's intrapersonal. She said, that's it. So now I, Gianna knows that word yeah. and now she has to be a little more intrapersonal. intrapersonal. So in seventh grade, a story my mom likes to tell about me is um, I had a teacher who was the shop teacher oh. and I'm sure he was a nice person, but it was definitely, he was old school. Like he was the, doing the best he could. He was doing the best he yeah. could, but he <laughs> would, uh, he would like give directions out on pink paper to the girls and blue paper to the boys and very condescending. Yeah. And my little feisty personality. Yeah. Like I I couldn't handle that. So I think I was very, I was like sarcastically combative with them. Right. And so also probably known as a little mouthy. Yeah. Um, But I just felt like it's that injustice. Like I can't sit here and just watch this this. happen. Does anybody else not see what's going on here? Yes. Like I, I want a blue paper. Yeah. I need to, you know, so I may have, I can't even totally remember, but my mom went to the back to school night and I usually had good reports from my teachers. Nice, you know, good student. And And wait, weren't you petrified when your mother went to those back to school nights? Well, Oh my God. hmm, I got it. I was petrified. It's like, she's going to come back and I'm going to get in trouble. Well, so I was the opposite because I told my mom every little thing. Oh. So, like, yeah, I didn't. Um, my brother would go to school. How was your day? He, he, You know, he'd be like, fine. And that was it. And he, like, 
may have won an award that day and something yeah. else. And, and I was like, well, I was walking to the bus and my shoe was untied. So then I stopped and had to tie my shoe. So then I had was late getting on oh. the bus. And then so-and-so sat mm-hmm. with so-and-so. So I Interpersonal. Could, yes. So mm-hmm. way too much information. So it was fine. So my mom usually knew what she was going to get. But she goes to the shop teacher and he said like, Samantha, he said something about me being a little mouthy and my mom covered for me because she knew all, I would of course tell her all about the class and she said, Oh, she just jokes around a lot. You know, she just, yeah. she sometimes forgets, you know, yeah. to, and, but she picked up on all of the stuff I was picking up on. So she like covered for me and was like, That's Yeah, no, he's, um, yeah, he's old. wasn't happy with, yeah, yeah, which then of course, did you get the blue paper? What happened? I can't remember, but uh, I don't know. Did I'm, he change? I can't say if he changed, but I'm sure I made myself, I think I took that accountability of, I don't like the way this is going, so I'm at least going right. to fight to yeah. get it better. Yeah. You're going to make it aware. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah everyone needs to open their eyes here. Yeah. I can't, I can't yeah. sit. Good for sit you. Sit in this. Yeah. I've screwed up many, many things, and I'm not saying that was the right way to respond, but <laughs> that I'm, I've, I think I stick my foot in my mouth a lot, and I think my passion oh, goes too yeah. forward, you know, because I'm like, we need to talk about this. That kind of goes back to the communicating. Yeah, like, but I think that uh, that helps people break down barriers. Yeah. Like I work part-time at a local health club and people will always say, my boss and my coworkers will always say, God, Nicole, if I said that to a member, I would not get away with it. Like we're able mm-hmm. to say things that kind of, you know, help them yeah. break down the wall and be like, listen, we got to be, you know, real here, comfortable. Yeah. I think that's why... My hope and prayer a lot of times is that people know my heart mm-hmm. because especially with my next statement, which is I think if people know your heart, that's when you can kind of get away with stuff. If mm-hmm. they know that it's coming from a good place. And that's what I was telling her. Exactly mm-hmm. that. That's what I yeah. need to say. Yeah. Yeah. That I was I'm being genuine. I'm mm-hmm. not being mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if someone, you know, and I think that's and things don't you feel that, that sometimes being quote unquote mouthy, which you're not mouthy, mm-hmm. but people don't. They come. They think that you're being mean or aggressive when you're when you're outgoing. Well, that's. I mean, I think I can probably speak to our marriage, Jeremy. So if you want to chime in, one thing we've been working on more is that I think he has felt a lot of the times that when I vocalize certain things, it feels it feels like you're being defensive and attacking, and <laughs> uh, there's some other adjectives I could use. Yeah, but but. These are the lies I tell myself. Yes, because that's his own thing. So yeah. for me, like a lot of times he'll share with me how he's feeling about something. Yeah. Well, of course, he's sharing. So I want to respond. And right. that comes across to him as attacking, right. negative. So it's like it's kind of a double-edged sword. I've had right. to learn, one, to hold off, mm-hmm. hold back, you know, mm-hmm. kind of bite my tongue so that he doesn't feel attacked. Mm-hmm. But the more work he's doing on himself is he's realizing that I'm not attacking him. It's like if he tells me this is how I feel, it gives me the chance to respond. That's not what I meant. This, this is, is what, what I, I meant. meant. Right. So is that accurate or? Yeah. Yeah. I, I go, when you blank, <laughs> I, I feel, feel blank. <laughs> yes. And I need you to blank. Yes. But oh, we've been God. employing that strategy. I didn't even think it until I heard those See, words come out of my head. That is something, because I feel like that's something I've naturally done. Is we just, haven't oh. gotten to the I need you, I, I expect you to, or I need yeah. you to. What yeah. I need is you too. Yada, yada, yeah. yada. Yeah. I know. But that's what's so. Hey, it took me 43. I think it was last year when we brought that, that expert in to speak to us and taught the, us that framework. So good. And so it was, I was 42. So good. But the thing is, 
like so much of life though. Okay, so Christina Ammerman, past guest, talked about our childhoods is what shape us. Mm-hmm. So I think between four and seven. Or, oh, God. But I think even I, are, are the My guys, kids are doomed. Well, it's like four to 12 is one, but it's basically your whole childhood. Well, four to 14 was um, what he said. Marty. 14? Yeah. So four to 14 is so much as is imprinted. My kids are done. <laughs> I know. They're screwed. No, no <laughs> they're, they're not. No, they're not. I'm just um, now getting it now. And Gianna is 13 and a half and 15. No, so I'm, I need to maybe have new children. No, no, no. No, gosh, no. No, it's that's, not. That's a choice between you and your husband. <laughs> no, well, it's I not that we have to add. Possible? It's not possible. Um, that's a whole other podcast. Um, so it's not that it has. It's not that you My learn all the not Mary. No. <laughs> it's not that it can't happen. No, it's not that it gets formed between 4 and 14, like the good stuff. It's just that our habits, yes. so much of it. And so it's what they are learning now. And that's the kind of the stuff we have to unlearn. So I think that with a lot of like therapy, um, people who talk about stuff, it's kind of going back to what's your default? What is your learned mm-hmm. behavior? And then to go back and Ugh. fix them. So I'm trying things. to change theirs. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so they're developing new ones. But that's s- crazy when you think about the girling because we're getting into it at the teenage. It's already developed. So you're changing. No, no. But that's not bad because it's, I mean, you could start earlier. But I know, but I'm just saying that's a different way of thinking. Yeah. That. Like we've already, we've already. You it, already screwed them up. Now you're fixing them. Right. Yeah, good. <laughs> right. Let's all do it before they go off to yeah. college. Let's hurry up and do it before they go off to college. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's giving the opportunity that's, to say this is, this is what the pattern. Because the thing is, this goes back to how we're going to screw our kids up anyway. Right. So we are a result, and this isn't factual. This is just based on all of my awesome conversations with guests. 100% fact. <laughs> we're, we're a result, like, of our childhood and our, right. our coping mechanisms and right. our strategies that we learn, um, subconscious and conscious. So then we work things out by the healing we do. And so whatever that healing looks like. Um, but as we heal ourselves, we kind of fix certain patterns and things like that. So then, of course, we're now trying to do that for our kids, but they're still going to learn certain strategies because the thing is, maybe we, for our children, over-communicate too much. Mm-hmm. And so totally. then they've learned to like, they're going to learn certain things right. to combat what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And once again, we're doing the best we can. Right. <laughs> and so, you know, kind of believe so you can't get mad at us. Exactly. Don't. But then, ugh, you know what that means, though? Mm-hmm. We can't get mad at other people then. Right. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. God, I used to be so angry. Yeah. See, but the more you, yeah. I think the more we grow and it's like, we're doing the best we can. I read a quote the other day and it said, when you overcome something, speaking out against something you've overcome doesn't make you a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. It means you've grown and mm-hmm. you want to share with other people. Mm-hmm. And I liked that because I, I definitely struggle with like people pleasing sort of a version of perfectionism and things like that. And so I never want to be wrong. I always want to like try, you know, I never want to say anything that's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, just going to come back. But I'm also trying to lean into more that like, this is where I am now. Mm -hmm. And I don't, and I'm allowed to grow and It's funny you said that. I feel like I've just gotten to that place or I'm getting closer to that place within like the last week or two, Mm. like really the last week or two. And because the girl link was very uncomfortable to do. Mm-hmm. It was very uncomfortable for me. I was doing it and I had, you know, my husband behind me and even my kids saying, just do it, just do it, just do it. But it was very uncomfortable. Yeah. And it wasn't until literally a week or two ago. And it was really not having to do with the girl link, but having an, a neighbor come over. This was the story yeah. I was walking in and saying, 
this is who we are. Uh, yes. It's okay. And, you know, dealing with, you know, we had situations with the school and our kids and, and I used to worry about what other parents would think. And finally, my husband and I finally got into a place going, uh, okay, this is who we are. I don't care anymore. I used to worry so much, mm-hmm. but that just happened. Oh yeah. I still struggle. Probably with that. about a week or two ago. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm like, mm, I don't, yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, it, I don't want it to come across as rude, but I'm so grateful I got to that point because it relieves so much stress and that I'm not always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. It's like a next step in therapy. Oh, tell me more. I want to hear a little bit more about that. Like how it like, well, just like when I'm talking with my daughter, even about this stuff or my son, you walk on eggshells on what you're sharing with them, mm-hmm. you know, and with my son, we're, you know, you're talking about drugs and alcohol and school and college and girls and sex and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, with my daughter, you know, you, you kind of tread on water. And now, you know, even if it's certain friendships or things that you think is unhealthy, we just don't sugarcoat it as much anymore. Oh. And it's not like, oh, I can't say that and leave the the wonder there and wait for that other shoe to drop. Yeah, or, tell me more or about s- the shoe to drop. Well, like, like, you know, if you're like, okay, we had a situation with my son. Um, he, didn't, he didn't do anything. But there was a situation and friends and things like that. And we were very careful at saying, yes, you could hang out with this person or no, you could hang out with this person. Mm-hmm. And we were literally waiting for the shoe to drop, we were waiting for a huge mistake and error to happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And in parenting and you're, it's like, oh, well, if we tell him, no, you can't hang out with this person, then they're going to rebel. And then finally, my husband and I, I don't know what happened, just got to this point. And I think maybe he and I were just, we're just on, on the same page. Mm-hmm. Finally. And maybe that just happened over the past couple of weeks where we're hundred percent all in. Yeah. Full in on, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the switch was. But yeah. finally, we just sat him down. And we're like, no, the answer is no, and this is why. And we're not going to wait for that shoe to drop. Mm. And you're going to make a mistake, and we're going to yes. be there to pick you up. But damn, darn it, that other person mm-hmm. is not going to come in and, and you know, mm-hmm. do and that for us. And that that was hard Oof, because we though, see, but we see other families and we see other parents, and they and you cross their paths. And I used to be like, oh, my God, they really don't, you know, they don't like me or, you know, I've said this or I've been very vocal about this. And now I'm like, you know what? I don't care. My job is to keep you alive. Yep. I I don't I don't care anymore. And I don't know what happened. I really don't know. I have a feeling I think it was between something in our marriage where I don't I don't know. It's just I never felt like I parented more with my husband than I did right now when my son's in a sophomore, my daughter's in seventh grade. Mm. It was always like, I got this. Like you were taking control. Yeah, I got of it. it. Yeah. Oh. You don't need to get involved with anything. And now there's oh. a switch made where, yeah, it's like, oh, no, no, no. We need to be yeah. a united force. So well, that's the thing I said. I want us to be a team. And yeah. And I never, and I always said, oh, we're a team. We're a team. We were a team. Yeah. We, and not because we were ignorant. It was just, you were doing yeah. that. I got this. Yeah. And then real stuff started happening. I was, it's when friends. the real stuff happens. Yeah. Because I feel very similar with that. Oh, this is what I want. So this is what I have. Right. But then when real yeah. shit happens, yeah. that's when the rubber meets the road. Well, I, so. And then I sat down with my one friend and I looked at her and we were hanging out in my she den, my new office. <laughs> and I remember looking at her and I go, 
I'm that I'm that mom, and I think I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. I'm that mom that people probably aren't really going to care for, mm-hmm. and people are going to be like, "Oh, she's Tammy Tattles," mm-hmm. and um, and I said I I never thought it would be that way, but. I don't know. And that's hard to even say here, but I'm like, I think I'm okay with it. Mm -hmm. I think I'm okay with it. I think it goes back to the confidence with education. If you know why you're doing something, you can be confident. If it's like, I'm just strict because being strict is the way to be a good parent. Well, then you kind of are nervous maybe about stuff. But if you know, I'm doing this because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I don't know. My kids could end up in jail. Yeah. (laughs) I have no clue. Mm -hmm. You know, and you just have to be... I don't know. I lose my train of thought. I swear it's it's because the anemia that I had. Oh, yeah. I lose my I lose my train of thought so often now. But so what you were saying, though, about we don't know what could happen to our kids. And I think, for me, I feel the same way. Like, I want to talk about whether it's family, kids, marriage, all this stuff. Like, oh, I haven't figured out. Like, let me tell. I mean, I joke. I say it sarcastically. Or I said it sarcastically. But I think there was a part of me that felt like, yeah, I've got this. And then life happens. And you realize, like, that goes back to the more you know, the more you realize you don't yeah. know. And, dun, 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 dun. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it gives us an opportunity to change. That's the other thing is that when stuff gets real, mm-hmm. when it gets real, right. you, it is an opportunity. That's why we say, thank you, God, for the opportunity, because yeah. it's an opportunity to say, were we really a team? You know, I thought we were a team. Yeah. But the way this is happening. And you happening, show up as a team at the sports, sporting events and everything. Yep. Yeah, you're but the team are, mom, he's the coach. Are we really a team? Yeah. And so when the when the ball comes. drop. Yes. Like, what are you going to do? And that's the thing. Like, thank you for the opportunity because that's the chance to step up. And when, and when things aren't right, that's when you see, is there something, is there a wound that needs to be healed? Yeah. Like, that's the thing. How like, am I going to do it? So my tip, and I want to have a, a legit therapist, um, I, I talked to a couple about coming on because I said, I feel like my new, not new, but the purpose this is morphing into is that to simplify things is mm-hmm. that if you have something you are planning to take to the grave, mm-hmm. if you don't know what you need to work on, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, I'm fine. Because exactly, how do you know what to work I'm good. On? It's you. I'm good. Yeah. It's not me, it's you. But if there's <laughs> something inside, a starting point is it's like, if there's something you think you are going to take to the grave, that's probably something you need to talk right. about. Because that's a place of shame yeah. and whatnot. And the amount of repercussions it has and the way it manifests in your life yeah. is something that needs to be worked on. Right. And so, you know... Like, I, I have a way to joke about it with, like, my story of, yeah. you know, shitting my pants. But, yeah. like, and I wouldn't want to take that to the grave. But there's so much more heavy, serious stuff that you can't just nonchalantly throw yeah. out. But that's the thing that it's like, if you think you're going to work all this other stuff out in life, if we don't work on those core wounds, oh. and that's what Christina Hammerman talks about so much, yeah. is the core wounds. That's the stuff we have to work out. It's hard. So. And it's hard. It's hard being real and vulnerable because... Mm-hmm. It ends up being a very lonely place when you're raising kids as they get older and you're real. You realize that the people around you, it's like, oh, I don't want to touch that. It's like a hot stove. Like Paul and I are the hot stove mm. and they don't want to come anywhere near it. Mm. And I, you know, I've had the conversation with Anthony and Jenna. I'm like, look, we are those parents. But, yeah. you know, but. But that's sorry. the more you're you. And I talked about this on my podcast is that. I kind of learned growing up, the quicker I was just me, I found my people, like growing I up, moving around. I did find my people. And so with this, you're finding your people. Yeah. yeah. And I love my people. Mm-hmm. I think you're one of my people now. Oh, yay. <laughs> you're one of my people. I love your 
I love everything about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. You're, but that's the thing. We so, find our people. I know. You know what I mean? Like It does. When you put it out there, it comes back. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. I feel connected when you share so much yeah. about what you've learned and yeah. therapy and raising daughters. So I need you to keep doing what you're doing. I will try. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. I, there's something there and I don't know what it is. And my son's obsessed with Shark Tank lately. Oh, and he's yeah. like, you need to get on there. You need to get on there. You need to get on there. I'm like, Anthony, slow your roll, buddy. Yes. One step at a time. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. Well, we'll, we'll look forward to your episode <laughs> when it comes around. And just to remind everyone, they can find you at www.thegirllink.com awesome. um, and Facebook, The Girl Link. Awesome. Well, yes. thank you, Nicole. Thank you. Appreciate you. So much fun. Yay. Yay. That's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.